With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Word of the Bay Podcast. I am Kyle. What's up, guys? It's just me. Just me this week. And i um, going to keep the energy high. That's my promise to you. Not going to be sad and mopey, uh, even though I have every reason to be. We're going we're gonna to keep it uh, We're gonna keep it light, light and fluffy, like a nice, uh, like a nice whipped cream, or maybe a nice risotto, or maybe a nice... Nice. Um, but seriously, I got a lot of things to talk about. And the first and foremost is going to be Jameis Winston. Not going to bear the lead. Uh, it, it came out – well, it didn't come out today. But it, what, ha- what we knew happened – was going to happen, happened. Jesus. Learn to talk, Al. But Jameis Winston was suspended officially for three games by the National Football League. And he came out with a statement. And I thought it was very interesting, and, and maybe we're going to piss a couple of people off by dissecting it. Um, but he had some interesting things to say. Before this, it was a little strange because you had this narrative going around of like, okay, well, he's going to be suspended for not for failure to report, like that he failed to report the incident, which is a fucking that's a that's a very there, there, there's a big reason why people wanted that to be the case. Um, and that's the reason why uh, the Jameis camp kind of leaked that to a a, um, a FSU-friendly reporter on Wednesday night because they wanted the story to be that it wasn't about him being an asshole or his misconduct. No, it was about him reporting something. Oh, well, he didn't do anything wrong. He just didn't report in a timely fashion. I mean, hey, you know, we, all, we do it all the time, right? I mean, I, you know, I forget. I forget I had a doctor's appointment last week. Like, oh, shoot, people forget shit all the time. No, that's not at all what the fuck it was. 100% what it was, like I said last week, like I'm saying this week, and like we know right now it's because of his conduct. He violated the code of conduct, and that's why he's suspended. So I don't want I don't want to I don't want to fucking hear that you know some source that said well it's because he failed to report fuck you it's not because he failed to report it's because he acted like an asshole that night and he admitted to it okay um, he didn't yes he denied it he still denies it but he did admit to being drunk and not remembering remembering quite what happened you can go look at their fucking reports it's been reported um, so I don't want to hear it man. If his story, like when when it first came out, it was like flat out denial. Like, well, I don't, I, I never did it. Uh, and then and then when we learned that, well, maybe he was in a different Uber. Oh, but he was definitely in another Uber. And the third driver confirms that, or not the third driver, but the third person there that night confirms that. Um, suddenly, it's like, well, Jameis uh, might have been lying, and he comes out and says, yeah. Uh, 
he essentially acted inappropriately that night and and he's swearing at alcohol uh, and people want to still say that that doesn't mean anything but it's like okay you know i'm a fat motherfucker but in an unrelated note i'm gonna swear off twinkies i'm not eating any more twinkies anymore that's it no more ho-hos no more no more deep fried uh, uh sushi rolls no more cream cheese uh, that's it i'm done with the fast with the fat food that being said in an unrelated note i am a fat fuck and you know i i do need to lose some weight i do need to make some big changes in my life but unrelated to that unrelated completely unrelated i'm swearing off all pizza all pizza's gone no more pizza ice cream uh no more in fact no more anything i, I i'm going all vegan but you know it's 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 totally unrelated get the fuck out of here with that so this is the thing i'm very disappointed for for a couple of reasons number one because i never liked the guy i didn't before the draft i didn't after the draft and never have um so this is just one more this is just one more thing that you can lump up on the the the, the mountain of of disappointment that i've had for Jameis thus far the other thing is that he's at a crossroads now he's 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 essentially the same booger mcfarland said it on twitter he's at a crossroad he's the same as josh freeman he's done nothing more or less than josh freeman he's got the most passing yards to go fuck you he's got the most passing yards for any quarterback under 24 i don't give a fuck you know, you know who those stats are for? Fucking losers. Same thing as team stats, when they're like, he just broke the team record for receptions. No one fucking cares. Did he break the NFL record? No. So then I don't, fuck, I don't give a fuck. That's what that means. It means fucking dick. It means not, It means fuck all, okay? Whatever, whatever, whatever he's done before the age of 24, great. Awesome. Okay, cool. Cadillac Williams also rushed for, you know, the most ru- yards of a rookie in the first three seasons. Look where that got us. Nowhere. It got, it got us a playoff game in 2005 that we lost because Ed L. Shepard doesn't know how to bring in a fucking touchdown pass. That's where it got us. I don't want to hear it. Right now, Jameis is no better than Josh Freeman, in my book, certainly. And it's really, really disappointing. I don't. So at this point, it's it's... I don't like Jameis the person. The player remains to be seen, but I'm not, uh, that is, that's not to say that I value sports over everything else. I root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I root for a lot of teams. And there's a lot of things that a lot of teams do wrong. There's a lot of things that I don't agree with. They hold all of sports inherently where they ask for your tax money to, to pay for their stadiums. And they look the other way for these gross sexual misconduct things just because, well, sports, it's sports. (sighs) I hate it, but I love it. I love I, I love competition. I love watching this happen every every um, Sunday or every day on the baseball field. It's a reason to get together with your friends. It's a reason to to cheer for something and, and come together as a community. So I love sports. I just hate some of the things that are involved with it. So when I say that I'm a fan of the front of the of the, of the front of the jersey and not the back, I mean I'm not. What I'm not saying is that I can tone sexual misconduct, but what I am saying is that I'm a Buccaneers fan, and it and it and it also pisses me off that we're going to start behind the eight ball this year, playing three of the the toughest games on the schedule without our starting quarterback, which would have already been a, a pretty challenging thing, but now that he's out, it's 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 even more challenging with with Ryan Fitzpatrick taking over the reins. But here we are. Here we are. The team, the team on paper, you think is going to be a lot better, right? You have the defensive line that's been upgraded this year with Bo Allen and um, Jason Pierre-Paul and the other guy, Apple, whatever his name is. <laughs> but you got to, you got to think that this team is a lot better, and it, and it is a team game. And if if we can somehow win, maybe the 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 first game against that against the saints like if we can win that game and i think if we win one out of the three games whatever whatever is left out of that is is icing on the cake okay i think when win one of those then i'll be happy um then james comes back and hopefully he does well i think i i um uh, he did well at the end of last year and i and i think that um he certainly got it in him to be to do well and and this is the other thing too 
as much as I just shit on Jameis, the other thing too is that he he has legitimately tried to turn it around. He's he, he I think he does understand how he's acted in the past, and because this whole Uber thing, this happened in his rookie in his rookie uh, year. And since then, he's had his foundations, and he's he, you know everybody talks about how, how good he's doing. So great, fine, you know I I do think he is trying to turn it around. I will I will give him that. Um, and he, and he's been an absolute saint, save for his rookie year that I know of. I mean, on the field, he still sort of acts like a man child with his eating W's and his you know his you know pu- pushing over dudes on the sideline just to go argue a call and poking uh, Marcus Lattimore in the back of the head, like that kind of bullshit. Yeah, that, that's still prevalent, but he he has, you know, he, he his his uh, his wife to be is pregnant. He's getting married. He's got a he's got a little house. He is trying to kind of settle it down. So, you know, good for him if he can come back, have a great year, and take us to a winning record. I think ten wins, ten wins, and 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 Cutter saves his job. Jameis gets his big contract, and 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 everything is is sunshine and lollipops. And in the Tampa Bay area, uh, and I think maybe maybe even nine wins, maybe you can make the case. Uh, but if it's eight and eight or or below, I think you're gonna see Dirk Cutter be sh- Dirk Cutter and Jason Light would probably be shown the door. Lest lest like our draft class this year do so well that it's like, well, we'll keep Light, we'll get rid of um uh, 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 of Dirk Cutter, and then we'll bring somebody else in. But then that's always a weird thing because. You, you kind of have that weird dynamic of like, ah, this is not the GM that I, you know, I don't know. Hey, tell you what, there, man, that GM, he he he's no good. He's like a he's like an old potato, man. You can leave him in the dark for too long. Suddenly, he starts thinking you don't know what the hell's going on. You open the cabinet, boom! You got a you got a you got a bad potato. You got to get him out of there, man. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get this guy out of here and hire uh, Bruce Allen. Love that guy, man. Best guy in the league. Here's the other thing too, and I don't know if you guys have have seen this yet this year, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking away some of the uh, practices available to fans. I believe like half of them, and then also, but like you can buy season tickets and 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 get access to those practices, which to me is fucking mind boggling. That's a that's addition by subtraction is what you're trying to do. Why would you ever think that's a good idea to have less people? have eyes on your team like let's let's make it so less people can watch the team it seems it seems so insane to me like there you can go you can go up to port charlotte and you can watch the rays do the little practices yes it costs money to get into a spring training game but they're they're it's a it's it's a professional competition it costs it costs money to get into a preseason game but you can go watch the rays work out as much as you fucking want um to say that you need to buy season tickets to go into the to, to the practice field to watch the Bucks play for all of what forty five minutes, that that uh, they make they make so many awful decisions, right? Like like let's let's just like the the red initiative with with women. We're like, hey, we're gonna teach we're gonna teach women football, <laughs> ladies. Hey, ladies, this is what an eye formation is. Okay, it, it, it's it's real simple. The fullback. Lines up behind the quarterback. The, the the running back lines up behind the fullback. You got the tight end on either side. It's fine. It's an eye formation, okay? It looks like an eye. Like, that's – it's I don't know. It, it feels like um, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And they took a lot of flack for it. I mean, so and, 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 and rightfully so. I, it's, they're, they're, I feel like they're so tone deaf, honestly. For as bad as like the 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 Rays PR team is for for making the team invisible, the Buccaneers just kind of seem to continually shoot themselves in the foot. With like, let's hey, let's uh, hey, let's let's have less people watch uh, our free practices. How about that? Like that's that's probably a good idea. But here, the incentive is if you want to watch them, you can pay you you know you can be a season ticket holder. How about if you want me to be a fucking season ticket holder? You be you win football games. Don't fucking dangle practice sessions over my head to, to for me to buy tickets. How about you win a fucking game? How about you make the fucking playoffs, you idiots? Like, don't tell me, don't tell me that the value of of, of watching them run around in their underwear uh, is going to bring me into the stadium. You know what's going to bring me in the fucking stadium? It's wins. 
Whew. I'm I'm mad at the Bucks today. I, <laughs> I <laughs> got to got to calm it down, guys. Got I'm I'm gonna calm it down. Ryan Jensen is is, is playing offensive line for us, right? He's he, he's doing a lot of cool things, you know. We, we, we got competition at the kicker position. We got a revamped offensive line. We got Rojo out there running the ball for us. Uh, and if he doesn't work out, you know what? Fuck it. We, you know, we'll, 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 we'll bring in um, Jaquiz Rogers. Why not? Let's bring in some more Falcons castaways. I, 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 I don't know what I think. What I think, what I think is, I want to move away from the Buccaneers at this point because they they make me too angry. And look, I'm trying to keep the energy at a certain level. Let's be let's be positive, right? Let's be in a positive society. And let's talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning and um, John Tavares specifically from the uh, New York Islanders. And why the fuck are we going after him? <laughs> were we were we just trying to think about how we're going to keep Kucherov, and now suddenly we want John Tavares on our team? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't Steve Steve I I trust the Iser plan right like let's let's just assume that he he's got a plan he's gonna he's gonna get John Tavares and he's gonna get um, Nikita Kucherov both on long-term deals so just give me give me Nikita Kucherov a, a, a good contract and fine you can offer John Tavares whatever the fuck you want but I mean See, the other thing too is like this comes out after we signed JT Miller to a five-year, two hundred or twenty-six point five, or twenty-six point two million dollar deal, which I think that's a that's a good move because he was one of the top scorers for us at the end of the season, certainly in the playoffs. He I think he had thirteen points in the playoffs. He 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 does well, and he certainly does well on that first line. Um. I wonder. I wonder if if Eiserman is just like you know what, fuck it, man. We we've been we've been to so many Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, we got we got a little bit cap space left. We got some time before this young core is broken up. Why don't we? I wonder if his pitch to Tavares, like he went in yesterday, because they, the, you know, I, I think all the teams, I think the 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 Ranger, or not the Rangers, but the um the the, the Stars, the the uh, the Lightning, and a few other teams went in and, and made a pitch to JT Miller. I wonder if Steve Eiserman didn't go in there and say, listen, you our our cap situation is this. We've got to resign a lot of dudes uh in the in the next two years. We've got to resign Kucherov. We've we we've got to get Vassy under our long term contract. Um you know Ryan McDonough is like a is a is a big decision to make. Are we going to keep him around? Um, what if he goes in there and says, listen, do you want to win a cup? Sign a two-year deal with us. Play with us and, and, and try to get that cup. Maybe two. Maybe even two. Uh, because th- this team is th- this team is going to blow up in a couple years. But, but, you could win a cup with this team. He's got everybody... Everybody's good to go this year for the most part. I mean, we have we 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 offered we we made offers to like I think Slater Cuckoo and and we obviously we signed uh, T.J. Miller, but you know the big pieces are in place for this year. So I wonder if he just goes up to J.T. and says, "Listen, I'll sign you to a two-year deal. We'll just we'll just eat up all the cap space and say fuck it, let's go for it. And if it doesn't work out this year, maybe you get trade. Maybe we'll trade you over to to to, to somewhere where you want to go, and." And then we, I don't, I, if you, if you're, if you love hockey, you're probably yelling at it and screaming. We're like, how are you fucking idiot? This isn't, this, this isn't, you know, EA, NHL, uh, uh, 2019. Like, fucking get your shit together. But is it, the, is it, does it really sound that crazy? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be so worth it? Listen, it, to sign J, let's just sign JT Miller now. Let's give let's give Ryan McDonough a bridge deal. And boom, you just max out the fucking cap space and let's play the game this and with this team. Uh, I think you you would be okay with that, would you not? Of course you would be. Especially if it means that they, let let's say that they win the next two cups, that would absolutely be worth it, regardless of who we lose. Now, okay, like, like we lose them, and then people are talking about, well, well dynasty could have been high, but it's like. Two cups in a row would be uh, pretty outstanding. And I'm not saying that's what JT Miller is going to do for us, but I'm thinking if you 
wouldn't it be worth it to just push all the chips in the middle? I mean, that's what uh, sometimes that's what it takes. That's what that's what it took for the Glazers to win a Super Bowl. They pushed all the fucking chips in the middle. They 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 rolled the dice between a five year setback and John Gruden winning a super, us a Super Bowl, and he won us a Super Bowl, and it was all worth it. And it did set us back five years, anyways. Like we had some fucking terrible drafts. Not only we're not talking about the Bucks, Kyle. We're not talking about the Bucks. We're gonna be nice and calm and cool, collective. We're talking about the Lightning. Talk about the Lightning won two Stanley Cups with JT Miller, or not JT Miller, but with uh, John Tavares. Did I did I say did I just say JT Miller for all that time? I don't know. Signing John Tavares to, to the um, to the Lightning would um, <laughs> it would be ridiculous. But then I, then I feel like people would like accuse us of being like the Golden State Warriors and talking all kinds of shit. About how we're like piling on, making making this kind of crazy team. Um, the uh, the prospect camp started up, right? Or or develop developmental camp, and and we just had our our draft, which obviously we didn't have a uh, first round pick because of the Miller and and McDonough trade, but we did have some second round picks, and apparently Eiserman took some some speed some speedy guys. I do not know, do not know what was going on, but. I hope you made the uh, the right decisions there. Hope you uh hope you uh made the uh right decisions there, Eiserman. Hey, I tell you what, man, that's Steve Eiserman. He uh he re- <laughs> reminds me of Steve Eiserman, man. I'm gonna put some ice in my fridge this this weekend. Make some margaritas. Maybe a little salt on the rims. That Eiserman guy's he's pretty salty when he's in there with those with with, with doing those uh, meetings with uh, 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 I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Struck out, coaching for the Raiders somehow. Where did my life go? That's all I had on the Lightning. Let's uh, let's talk about these Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, joining me now is a good friend of mine on Twitter. He's been on the show before. Uh, he goes by the Twitter handle of L Bushman O Seven, uh, and you can hear him on the uh, Sports Arena podcast. Uh, L Bushman, welcome, sir. What's up, man? Good did, to be back on the show. It's been a while. Have I ever? Have I? Do I have you? Is it like Matt? Is it your first name Matt? Or like, do you not want? Do you not give away your first name? Like, I feel like I know your first I, name. It, the, no, the first name is Evan. So Evan. Um, it was funny because the way the, the the whole L Bushman thing was, I was on Twitter one day, or not Twitter, but uh, Facebook, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be just kind of funny and just put my name in something else, and then people started started calling me that. I'm like, okay, I guess this is my nickname now. So I like know, that. I guess kind of stuck. It's a, it's like a it's it is like kind of a frat boy nickname, but I like that. Like it's it, it works. I want to be known as L something. Like that's that's a, that's a great name. Like we used to have like, like our little group of friends. We used to call ourselves L Grupo, and I was like, that's like I'm, I always loved like the L something. Maybe it's it, yeah. maybe it's the the one percent Cuban in me. Um, <laughs> I lied. There's no percent Cuban in me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, I was trying to think of something like instead of because my last name is Bush and I was like, well, L L. Oh, that's know. dude, that's nice. I like that. I like that. I was like, you know, L. I was like, I'll just keep. I'll put my last name and put L Bush Man. I was like, okay, L Bush Man. Stick to that. You, uh, I, I listened to Drew Garabo on the radio a lot, and I heard you call him one day, and like you go by that name, and I was like, ah, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> I was. Uh, it was funny. I called that his show one day, and John Sinning made me look like a like an idiot when it was coming to fantasy football he's like i was like yeah who should i start you know drew Brees or, or matthew stafford that's like, right come on is that even a question bro i was like dude uh yeah it is man <laughs> come on bro <laughs> i love that but he's like doing a thing like he's playing a character not playing a character but he's like yeah because like clearly he doesn't know anything about football like i think he says that but i think that's and, and the what? thing was like i clearly made the right decision by not going by his advice so uh i, I tweeted him i tweeted him back i was like thanks for the uh advice which i did not take bro oh god uh fan. And, now we're good, and now we're good buddies on facebook oh that's good that's good he seems like a really nice guy um but hey we're talking we're, we're, we got to talk about the rays we got to talk about the rays and holy shit what a team they're on a um they're on a bit of a tear they're on uh a uh eight game home win streak uh, they, yep. they 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 they've beaten some. See one of the one of the one of the things about the Rays this year it's that okay 
we we kind of we we play the bad teams well, and then we just we're just we're terrible against the good teams. Uh, but on this on this little stretch, we've we've beaten the likes of we swept we swept the Yankees, and then we we go and we uh, we we beat the uh, the the national uh, right yeah. We 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 sweep, we sweep the Yankees and then we we sweep the Nationals kind of right. Would you call that a sweep? Yeah, I guess you'd call it a sweep, right? Yeah, I guess you could call it a sweep. It's one two games. I guess you can call that a sweep. Yeah, I think that's that's that. you're, you're splitting the series essentially, but it's a it's it's a home sweep. So, and yeah. th- those are two quality teams. And the Yankees obviously the on on, uh, on the t- are they still on top of the AL East? I think they I believe they are right. They're still on top. I think by maybe a game over the Red Sox. Are, can we really still call the Nationals a quality team because the way they've been playing this year it hasn't been all too well? And Bryce Harper what batting two twenty and they don't really have any pitching except for Scherzer. So well, I, I think they. I mean, coming out of the, coming out of the NL, they are a quality team, but they didn't, they sure didn't look like a quality team when they played us for those two games. So I don't. I think you 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 make a good point, but I think well, we faced a quality pitcher in Matt Scherzer or Max Scherzer, and yes, and yes, he 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 shut us down. Like let's be honest, he he shut us the fuck down. But we scored enough and we played well enough to beat him. So I, that's that's great. That even they're not going to look at that that game and be like, well, it's only one runs, but hey, look, beat Max Scherzer. So there you go. I was really happy about that. There was one guy on Twitter who goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Max Scherzer's gonna pitch a, a perfect game tomorrow," and then everybody started attacking him on Twitter. It was so funny. Like, dude, your prediction was way off. Oh my god, like, did, someone did that with the Yankees too. I, th- uh, I forget who it was, <clears throat> uh, but he was like, "Sonny Gray is gonna gonna get a no hitter against the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays," and then the first pitch, uh, is, yeah, is so taken. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you this, man. There's no. There's no more. There's so much satisfaction I get by by seeing Yankees fans because I, I went on Sunday for Sunday's game for when they they did the sweep and oh yeah. There's no. I get so much gratification, almost to sexual gratification, to when the <laughs> Braves beat the Rays beat the Yankees and then seeing Yankee fans and yes, there are a lot a lot of Yankees fans there uh, walk out of the trot just kind of crying and whining and just like man, we can yeah we got robbed out of that home run when he hit the speaker. It's like you know what? It's home field advantage, bro. Yep. Deal with it. Don't want to hear it. Nope. That's yeah. that, is, that is true because this this the past weekend series against the Yankees, I don't think there was a single game that series that was under twenty five thousand fans. I think Friday was probably the lowest attendance, and it was twenty twenty five something. Twenty seven, I think. Twenty seven. Yeah. 27. yeah. I think it was twenty seven, twenty nine on Saturday, and then on Sunday was like twenty seven, twenty eight around that. So it was. I mean, it was an amazing crowd on Sunday, and the thing was, it was really cool because. Uh, where me and my buddies were at, we're in the outfield area, and it was just tons and tons of Yankees fans, mostly wearing oh, Aaron Judge, you know, yep. gear. So, you know, when they started to go, the old go Yankees chant, it was you can hear the drowning of the booze of race fans just drowning them out. So that's good. I hearing the audience, hearing the race fans actually, you know, participate and actually show up and, and just you know, even though it's it's mostly Yankees fans, but there are race fans there supporting the team. So having them boo out. The, the Go Yankees chant was, was pretty cool. I I used to hate Yankee games, and now I I rather enjoy them. Win lose win or lose, it's I I, I find Yankee fans to be tolerable. I, I honestly do, and I think it's because they're they're a little they're a little more savvy than Red Sox fans. They they they've kind of been there before, and yeah, they're jerks, but they 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 there's this air about them of like, you know, we're the Yankees, we're the best team, in, one of the best, we are the best team in baseball ever. Uh, and right. it's, you know, we, we're, we, we represent the brand that is major league baseball and they, they sort of have that air about it. Do I like it? No, I don't really. But if I had my choice between Yankee fans and Red Sox, fan, I'll take Yankee fan all day. I, I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I totally agree with you. Cause I think the Yankee our Yankees fans are, they're gracious when they lose because we were around some Yankees fans and they were joking around with us and, and talking about Rays and, and Yankees baseball. When you're around Red Sox fans, you just want to punch them in the oh. back because they're, they're so, they're so they're, they're the most horrible people in the world. They're just intolerable people that just come. They have such bad attitudes. They're, they they think they're better than everybody. I, every time the Red Sox comes, they just I want to go down the line, just punch every single one of them in the neck. They and they always got something. They always got something to say. If you're yes. beating them, they'll talk. They'll talk about the standings. Or if you beat them in the standings at the end of the game, they'll talk about well, how many championships do you have. Like it's at least with the Yankees, you know they're going to come back at you with one thing: twenty-seven rings, bro. And you're like, great, cool, good. Take your twenty-seven rings, and and and, and you know, you you were alive yeah, for like, exactly yeah, four have, of them. And it's like, yeah, you have twenty-seven rings because you've been around for almost a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. That's the other thing people don't get about Tampa sports. It's like they talk about how many championships you have. Like most people, like I've been, most people that root for the the Rays and the Lightning, they've, they they're older than the than the fucking team. Okay, it's it's exactly. it's ridiculous. I, it's like we you came home on a candle to yeah, and I realized that it's fine. You can still quit high riding with your stupid championships. Well, and this thing is that's the only argument they can go on. It's like, we have 27 championships. Like, if this team was around in the 1900s, yes, we could probably have 27 championships, yeah, too. Right. So stop with the argument. That's all you got. You can't, you can't go to that argument. You won, you won the best out of three teams. Great. You, you, yeah. you did it. <laughs> Championship. Hey, we're the champions. All right, cool. You were in a league, you were in a league of, like, ten teams. Great. Good job. Yay. <laughs> but we're, I, we're not here to talk. We're, we're here to talk about the race. Um and uh, I, I, I went on last the last show, and I, when I listened back to it, I was like, oh, God, Kyle, you're drunk. Because I kept, all I kept saying was like, hey, dude, this, this young core of players. But seriously, again, this young core of players is uh, something so, – God, I sound like a fucking idiot because I'm doing the same thing I did last show. <laughs> but seriously, okay. I, was, uh, Jake- I got invited to, uh, to be on a panel for uh, ABC7, the local station here in Sarasota. And- nice. I was on there with, you know, it was pretty much pro Yankees. The the guy that's one of the guys that's on the show with me as well. He's also a TV reporter for the, the same station. He's a pro Yankee guy. The anchor was, yeah, he sounded like he was pro Red Sox, pro Yankees. And they had uh, one guy from, I think it was 1040 AM up in, up in Tampa who was on there too as well. And he didn't agree with me saying, you know, this team's going to be so bad. They're going to be last place. The young guys aren't going to do anything. All these trades are not going to work out. And I'm like, look, man just like the 76ers do you got to trust the process yes longoria had to go for a reason like all these guys that they gave away traded away look at them what they're doing throughout the season there's only one guy that's done pretty well that's Corey dickerson Dickerson. and we all know what he did and we all know what he can do in the second half like he does well first half second half he usually tanks so you know i was not mad when it was time for all these guys to go yeah it was surprising and as a fan it it kind of eats you because you kind of get attached to these guys you know they have their moments, but then you know it's time to go and make and make room for the new young guys that are coming up, the young core that we've all been kind of hearing about and waiting on. That you know now they're finally here, and they're showing that they're actually really good players and that they are the future of this team. And and the, the I think the difference between this young core and young cores of the past or at least certainly let's just let's just say the past young core of like Carl Crawford, BJ Upton, Evan Longoria, like that 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 core. Um and Akini even more even you could say. But I think the difference is that there's sort of I think there's a little caveat to these guys that says, "Okay, listen. In in a few years, these guys might be playing in in Cigar City Stadium over in Ybor City and suddenly we, I love that name. we might be able name. to right? Yes, <laughs> me too. Uh, suddenly we might be able to uh, resign a few of these guys, maybe even, you know, maybe right. keep them around. And, and I think that, 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 that carrot is sort of being dangled in front of the fans a little bit of like, Hey, look at what the future holds. And uh, this they we, they might just stay around for a long time. If uh, everything works out like it should. Yeah. And a lot, I think a lot of fans don't realize that there's still a lot more guys to come up. Like yeah, the Brendan McKay's who's, been promoted like he keeps getting promoted that's that's a guy that you know they drafted first first round for him because they they see an, you know a, a pitcher as well as a dh in this guy that could be you know a future heavy hitter and a future pitcher for the rotation so you know it's i i, I talked to my guys on the show it's like look you gotta you gotta look at this you know things are coming next year you've got the tv money that's kicking in next year that's 50 million dollars where you could go out and get free agents or you can go pump it into a stadium. You know, there's, there's so many things that, you know, the fans a gripe about, but we don't know a lot of the bits and pieces. Yeah. You might say Stu Sternberg is going to pocket all the money for the TV money. Do you really think he's going to do that? I mean, it's a, it's a billion dollar TV contract that they're going to get through the next, how many years that they signed it for. So race fans have to be patient. And so far, this is like a preview of 2019, especially when the other guys come up as well. So I'm, when I knew when I found out Adames was coming up, I'm like, good, here we go. This is the start yep. of Bowers coming up and the other guys coming up too. So, you know, and what I've seen so far, it's 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 exciting, and it's also like, you know what, this is a future that looks actually bright, like a team on the on the incline instead of the decline. I don't know. I 
I haven't read much about that TV money. Is it so next year is like when it, it starts kicking in? Yeah, it kicks in next year. I think the first uh, payout of it is like fifty million dollars. Oh, nice. So, so imagine you know the your current you know payroll right now, and then add fifty million. So, but you don't know what they're going to do with it. So you can add fifty million for TV money. Okay, so how much are they going to allocate towards? You know contracts. How much they going to allocate towards signing free agents? How much they going to allocate towards the stadium? What you know? What we don't really know what they're going to do, but it kicks in next year. Yeah, yeah. and you got to think like I, I always, and I always point to those TV ratings as like evidence of like, hey, dude, look, it's it, we, baseball can work here, and just look at these, look at look at how well we do in the in the local TV ratings. So, right. Yeah, I I I think that that. Um, I think that th- this is, is – we're setting up. We're setting up for something here for sure. Yeah. And it's funny because when you when you have a guy that, you know, that was supposedly a diehard race fan, season ticket holder, Dickie V, you know, early in the season he was, Dickie I'm done v, with this right. team. I'm done. We're paying I'm done. my league prices. Season tickets. Screw them. They're horrible. And now a couple of days later he's like, I was dead wrong. I was so wrong. So it's, it's – a, it's, that's a good sign. When you have guys that have – you know, said this team was going to be the worst team in the AL East, going to be the worst in the majors. And now they're like, you know what? We were, we were wrong. This team is, you know, they're exciting to watch. I, I was really excited, you know, seeing them beat the Yankees and they look great. They look like a complete team. They looked exciting to, to watch actually. So. Evan Lagoya, who needs you? Brent Honeywell. Who needs you? Take your Tommy John, put it up your ass. <laughs> Anthony well, Bantam, you can suck on my yam bag. A fractured, was he has a fractured finger now? Oh, He's really? Been out for like two months or oh, something like man. that. Oh man, I, 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 I feel bad for him. I love Evan, so I, I, I wish him the best and speedy recovery. I hope they win a World Series this year. Like I, I, I even, even after all that bullshit that he said about the the Tampa Bay area, I, I still, uh, I still have no hard feelings towards the guy. So get well soon, I guess. I, I gotta ask you, so. You know, I, I asked uh, the vegan sports chick last night, um, you know, are the Rays going to be sellers? Are they going to be buyers at the trade deadline? So we have, you know, there's been a three, I would say what, three names that we have floating around. So we have Hetch, Ramos, and then Archer, who are maybe traded at the deadline. Which which one of you, one of those three do you think are probably going to go? I say Hetch is going to go. Oh, yeah. Hetch for sure. I mean, I feel I feel bad for uh, Hetch right now because he's he's not a, he he deserves more playing time than he's getting right now and and it's it's a tough situation because you got to have Willie Adams out there right now because he's he's Willie Adams is the future and I think I think Danny Hatcheria knows that so the guy has he he's, he's got to go and there, there's going to be a team that 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 needs him because he's a quality shortstop and he's got he's got he can do things with the bat and yeah I think. For sure, he's gone at the trade deadline, which good. I mean, maybe we can get a little something, something for him. There's a team out there that's he, desperate. He's, he's definitely he might go to the Dodgers, and you could probably get some prospects out of them. But I really hope they sign Ramos to an extension. I mean, we now actually have Ooh. a catcher who can hit and is defensive savvy. They need to sign him to an extension. I, I know, I know, he's older than <clears throat> he's what almost thirty now, but this is a guy that could be you know could lead the team. He hits. I mean, he's hit two bombs over the weekend, you know, against the Yanks. So it's and against his former team, he had a home run. So it's like, you know, sign this guy to an extension. He's he's worth the money. You've got money coming in next year. Why, you know, why look at something in the farm system where I don't think they have anything in the farm system right now. When you guy have a guy that's, you know, a leader of the team, hits well, and he knows how to play a catcher. Yeah, I, I I think that well, I, I just I actually read recently that there's there's a, a young catcher coming up in the farm system, but I th- I think you're right. Is it is it Sufo? Is it Sufo or it Sufo might be? Yeah, days? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think did he get to, did he get busted for like a PED suspension or he got nah, some kind of who doesn't get busted for something these days? Yeah, that's true. At least he didn't, at least <laughs> he didn't <laughs> rape at least he didn't rape somebody. That's all, that's what I'm saying. Okay, did he rape anybody? No, it's fine. He's cool. Oh, right, he did a little PEDs. Whatever. Like he, he's good. He's good in my book. Um, I don't know. I don't know that we resigned Wilson Ramos. I think he knows, he knows his value and I don't think he, he's going to, it would be the smart thing, right? Because if you're trying to build this, this, again, this young core, then you need, you need a guy like him that that's the Wilson Ramos that was billed to us. That this, this right. great well, and, and what if they do deal him at the trade deadline, they could get a lot for him because the way he's hitting right now, the way he's playing. So 
you know, if the right deal comes along, you know, if, if it looks good, tra- pull the trigger. I would love to see him stay. I mean, he's a character. He wears that Buffalo hat with, with, with swagger. So, um, hopefully he doesn't go, but I think the one guy, a lot of people are talking about arch, you know, archer, they need to, I mean, he's under team control of what? 2022. He has been pitching well this past year. Yeah. And he's on the DL. I mean, you're not going to really get much for him. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- his value is so diminished at this point. I don't know what exactly, like you said. I don't know what you get for him. I mean, I th- you might just want, you might just keep him because of the team control. Hope hope he yeah. does better next year and then trade him then. Yeah, I, I would definitely keep. Him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him on the trade block right now. The way things have been panning out for him, he's just you're not gonna you're gonna get like a a washer and dryer than maybe some broken down pitcher for him if you're trying to trade him. Yeah. What was the other name you threw? Hatch Archer and then who else did you say? Hedge Archer and Ramos. Oh, Ramos. Oh, Ramos. Oh, yeah. Ramos, I don't know. Like, Ramos makes a lot of sense to trade. I think you get a lot back for him at this point, but I, I'd love to I'd love to keep that guy. He's just – you don't see hitters like that anymore. It's like he know he can hit – he hits well. You know, he can hit yeah, opposite especially field. From can, a, especially from a catcher, too. Right. Like, he's just a good hitter. Like, this is like yeah, never mind, like, home runs. Yeah, they're great. But just, just putting the ball – or, you know the the barrel of bat on the ball and getting it into play like that's like he's so good at that. Yeah, and I can't I can't remember the last time the Rays actually had a decent catcher that could actually hit. I mean, yeah, Molina. No, Molina. Molina sucks. Sucre's he's nah. I mean, he's what two twenty at best. So yeah, yeah. I I think they need to you know sniff around the trade block, see what they can get for Ramos. But if nothing's there, just hold on to him and maybe sign him for another year or two. I think like Ryan Hannigan and then maybe Deonor Navarro. Yes. Deion Navarro had an all-star all-star year the the year we went to the World Series. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, coincidence. Toronto. Ramos having a having an all-star year this year. Wait a minute. Could be you know new 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 uh, new star infielder Jake Bowers just called up. Who are these guys? Definitely going to the World Series this year, man. It's happening. All this, all the, all the. And and the what what sucks about it too is. We're in one of the worst, you know, we're in the worst spots because we're in AL East because you have the Red Sox and the Yankees. If they were in another division, they'd be in the running for the wild card. Right? Oh, yeah. the division lead. It's just, it's just, it just stinks that we're in like the toughest division in, in baseball right now. Yeah, we've been saying that for years, right? If we, if we <clears> played <throat> in the the AL Central, we're, we're, you know, we make the playoffs every year. So, mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. We play in the AL East. Our team set like we're set up to beat AL East competition. So it's, it, it, I don't know. It is what it is. That's a stupid sure. thing to say, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. How about uh, how about Ryan Stanick, man? Like, how about the job he's been doing, being being sort of the opener, and, and how he's turned it around since early in the season. I thought, like, okay, originally it's like, okay, we're gonna bring him in. He's gonna throw ninety five miles an hour, but probably give up like a, a couple of homers. And but nowadays it's like, man, he's uh, he's doing pretty solid. Yeah, he had uh, some control issues last year, and I, you know, was reading about him last year when this kid, was, you know, could hit the the triple digits when it came to his fastball. But the thing that <clears throat> kind of hindered him the most was his control issues. So I was like, man, we got a wild thing on our our team right now. Oh, yeah, so I like that. Um, you know, whatever whatever they did during the off season and and in spring training to get his control under control, uh, it's it's certainly worked. And you know, I, I like the fact that they're doing this bullpen day. I think it's revolutionary. It's it's I, you can kind of say it's working out pretty well for this team. And having him as your number one guy in bullpen day, it's I like it. I mean, it's it's something that's going to throw a lot of hitters off. They haven't really seen a lot of this guy lately, so it's like I've got a guy that's going to throw ninety eight, ninety nine, maybe a hundred to me, and this is the leadoff pitcher. I mean, that's I, I like it. I like what they're doing. I, I it kind of saves Cash's job for a little bit longer just to see. <clears throat> what happens with the bull? I, you know, I love the fact that the old, old school, old boy baseball writers just you're pulling their hair out because of what. Oh, the they hate doing it. They hate today. it. Are you not? A, are you not a big fan of Kevin Cash? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the in the middle with him because I think he gets a bad rap from a lot of Rays fans because I think they're still kind of, you know, they miss Joe Madden, but. I, th- I think when all the, the moves they had to make by training all these guys and, and you know, letting go of the old coaching staff, Madden, he's actually now control the team. Now it's his team, not Madden's old team. So, right. I, you know what? I, I, I like, I like, I like Kevin Cash. I just, I think he gets a lot of bad rap from, from a lot of race fans because they're still, Oh, Joe Madden, he got us to a world series. You know what? 
he moved on. He he's not here anymore. So this is the manager that we have. So do you hear? Do you hear what Denard Span said on the way on the way out? I mean, he had every every opportunity to talk all kinds of shit about his experience in Tampa, but the one thing that he said is that that was one of the best clubhouses he's ever been a part of. And there's dude, there's something to that. Okay, I, I think that has yeah. a lot to do with Kevin Cash and kind of the way he he manages his players. He's a great guy. I, we I got to meet him a few times uh, when we were doing press uh, last year, and you know, the, the guy loves to talk to to whoever. He'll he'll talk to you. He's not like a shy guy. He's not one of those managers that has a demeanor of, of get the f away from me. But I, I like what he's doing with his team. It is changing the culture. It's you know the whole old guard of the Madden is out of the way. He's now it's the Kevin Cash culture now. Like let's let's play Kevin Cash baseball and as you, it should you be. know what as it should be and i think it's i think it's working i think the rays are just you know one or two years off from from really getting back into the playoffs i'm honestly i i said last night on my show they'll they'll be over 500 at the end of the year I, they'll be 85 they'll have 80, 85 wins this year yeah, I think that's that's reasonable to say, right? I mean, the, yeah. the, the way they they we're going to be up and down. So I think I, I think we're going to have these big win streaks like we just had, and then and, and then yep. we're going to go on these like horrible runs, and where you think like, wow, are they ever going to win a game anymore? It's because yeah. we, you got such young guys on the team that they're going to go through these these huge slumps, and they don't know how to break themselves out. We don't. I think maybe the one guy on our in, throughout our lineup that you know can kind of is is going to be there all year is the veteran. Is going to be Wilson Ramos. Um. So, yeah, I I think I think that's entirely reasonable. How about Jake yeah. Bowers, what dude? Is the, what is the, what is what a surprise that Matt Duffy's been? Oh, dude. <sighs> I like, don't know. I I really thought he was never gonna see the the diamond ever again because of all of his injury issues. And this guy is batting over three hundred. I mean, he's he's really good at third base. I was like, man, I'm I'm on. I I was so against that trade, and then hadn't played. <clears throat> hadn't played the position in like a year and a half and he comes in has taken I think he'll taken the reins of third base and I was like okay this kid's this kid's impressed me I like Matt Duffy Guys, I'm, I'm okay I was I was talking to my buddy at the game on Sunday I was like Evan who yeah. Evan Longoria who Dude, like, Matt, I don't think Matt Duffy as we know on the show Matt Duffy is raking okay so yeah he, he I, I don't know I thought the same thing too and even, <laughs> even to start this year like he was hitting well to start the year right but but like you saw how like tiny he was and he got injured early yeah. I think he had the hamstring issue again and you're like Jesus Christ this is I guess you know there's a story on the guy but I, I remember Giants fans being very upset with him uh, uh, coming back here and I, I and how did he we got him for um uh, what trade did we get that in that was Oh, what uh, I'm trying to think of what trade that it was. was it wasn't I Drew Smiley. It was it was like um, shit. I know I know it was for a pitcher. It was for like a and it was like very. Of course, it was very. Oh no, was it a no 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 no? I don't know. Anyways, I, <clears throat> and we I mean we, oh, I it's keep, piss uh, me off now. we keep taking their third third baseman too. We got you know Christian Arroyo and the the other Longoria trade. So I. Giants fans are like, man, they're taking two of our, our third base prospects, and, and we got this old Evan Longoria guy. It's like, come on, man, quit selling these guys. <laughs> now that's the other that's the other interesting thing because you do have Christian Arroyo down there, who's another young guy, but you also have Matt Duffy. So it's like, <clears throat> what do you do? What do you, what do you do with those two guys? Right, and I think uh, I think Duffy was another name they were floating around that may be traded or may not re- be resigned next year. So it's, what are they? What are they going to do with Matt Duffy? But honestly, keep I would say keep Duffy. I mean, let Arroyo come up when he's he's really. I mean, Arroyo's on the DL right now. <clears throat> I think for what ten days. Oh yeah, that's I did see that. So, I, yeah, so you might you might be right. I mean, like <clears throat> keep keep Arroyo down until until there's like a until the um, you know cacophony builds of like bring him up, bring him up. Yeah, yeah I think I I think you do have a good uh, good point there. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, the way the way the way Duffy's been hitting, why why would you want to bring him up again? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but come on, dude, Jake Bowers. We gotta talk. About, I, I've been trying to talk about Jake Bowers yeah. something. Can we talk? Can we talk about Jake Bowers? Let's talk about Jake Bowers, okay? Let's talk about the kid. The kid that uh, will probably be the captain of the team in probably the next year or so. I mean, oh, I can see I, it. When when I heard that, you know, he been, he was raking in in AAA. And he was – I was just waiting for him to get promoted up. When Adames got promoted, I was like, all right, time's a ticking. When's, when's Bowers coming up? And then, you know, when they got rid of Denard Spawn and, and they were making moves, I was like, you know what? 
Bowers is coming up. And then as soon as I heard the whole DFA of Brad Miller, I'm like, yep, Woo! Bowers is coming up. Glass breaks, Bowers <laughs> comes out. Da -da, da -da, da -da, da -da. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I this this him and Adames are the future of the team. I, I really like Bowers. You know, he looks, he looks like a professional. He doesn't look like a rookie that, you know, is making mistakes at first base. He's really, really looking at the ball well at the plate. He's he's looking like a professional, and you know, they they have. I think they timed it right for to bring him up. He's he's going to be a beast coming, you know, in the future years. He's going to be probably the leader of this team. You're going to see a lot of people having Bowers jerseys probably the next couple of years with this kid. I I, I would not mind having a, a Jake Bowers jersey. I I I, I um. Actually, at the very least, see, I'm a bobblehead guy now. I'm not going to wear a guy's another a, a, a kid's name on my back, but <laughs> I'll, I'll probably um, I'll probably get like a bobblehead, something like that. It was it was such a it was so man. It was when he hit the walk off against the Yankees on Sunday. I was like, yeah, buddy, yeah, let's go get drunk at Ferg's now. <laughs> new Evan, new Evan, new Evan. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were saying that. You know, this could be the the Evan Longoria 2.0 of this team. But you know what? I would say squash that. He's Jake Bowers. He's not Evan Longoria 2.0. He is Jake Bowers, and this is the future of the team. This kid is great for the team. I know. I, and we got to finally, I agree, finally have a first base. I agree with you 100% on that because I, for so many years with the Bucks, it's like any any white guy that plays defense for him, they're like, next John Lynch, man. Next John Lynch. <laughs> or Levante David comes in like, hey, next Brooks. Next Brooks, but you know what? No, it's it's not the next Evan, not ne the next whatever. It's he's yeah, he's Jake Bowers, and he's he's gonna be his own man. He's not he's not gonna be out there before every game checking on the fields and Dwayne Stats talking about him, or he's not gonna open a restaurant in South Tampa. He's gonna do his own little Jake Bowers thing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that. Hopefully, I I, I never I forgot to forgot I, I totally forgot that Duckies is no longer there anymore. Oh, what really? Tampa, wait, 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 wait. really? Yeah, yeah. I, at the Trop, I I don't see the Duckies logo anymore because they they put all that new stuff in the porch area and and all the new food you know places they have in there. And I think Duckies is no longer there. So oh, no, I think no, no. they're like you know. Once, okay, hold once on. Once Evan's on. gone, those Duckies. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the Duckies, Duckies is out of there. I think they. I, I forget who they replaced it with. I think, I think it was Rumfish Grill or something. But I thought you meant like Duckies is gone out of <coughs> South Tampa, and then I was gonna be like, oh, wait. oh no 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 no. I think they're out of they're out of the stadium. <laughs> you know what? They had terrible food anyways at the Trop, so I was like, yeah, oh, I'm glad it's gone. Hey, you know what? I will say that I, I've had food at the Trop this year, and it's been it's been very good. I think they they did they have finally made an effort to improve their their concessions because it's 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 certainly a lot better than it has been in past years. So, so that you know what? That's a good segue because I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about the the whole stadium thing. So, love the name Cigar City. I think that there should be a poll or some kind of uh, you know ballot that you could we could put on Twitter or Facebook like this should be the name of the new stadium if it actually happens. And I was talking to my coast last night. I was like, here's a conspiracy theory I have. So the Tampa Orlando monorail is probably going to get built. I've what heard if that. They, think about it. They, they're they waiting for this thing to get built. You're going you're to have easy access from Orlando and Tampa bringing people over to Ebor and Channelside to watch games. Right. I mean, so, you, know, you know for sure that there's going to be – with that location of the stadium – being yep. so close to not only Ybor City but to the Port of Tampa, you know there's mm -hmm. going to be a major stop off there if there if there is some kind of light rail from Tampa to Orlando. So that stadium spot is looking sweeter by the second. I don't know, man. That's got. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 prime time central down there in Channel Side. I mean, you're you're just a block over from you know Emily Arena and all that new stuff that uh, you know Vinick's trying to do to build back up Channel Side. So put a new stadium for the Rays right in the same kind of vicinity. You have that, that light rail. You're going to bring in so much business from the East coast over to Tampa from Orlando that, you know, driving, taking I-4 and that I-4 interchange, which is such a pain in the ass to either get on or get off. It's, it's like, dangerous. okay, hey, if I want to go, yeah, if I, if I want to go see a Rays game tonight, I can just hop on the, the light rail and boom, I'm, I'm at channel side in Ybor city. Yeah. And I, and the, um, The, the the thing the thing is too is um you're gonna i i wonder if that thing's gonna run to st pete it better i doubt it i want no i, I need I need, <laughs> I need this i need to, i need i need easy access to the stadium i need to be able to 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 get there i i, I god i wondered man 
if I mean, of course, I think that I think you're right. I think the that light rail happens, but it's all contingent upon that Ray Stadium. And then yeah, like they, there's so much of Florida that they can draw on. They can draw on all that huge market that is Orlando. Just be like, hey, you know, it's we're only a, a 45 minute train ride away. So well, come on yeah, over. Exactly. The the amount of business they'll get too, and it's and it, what I really hope that if they do put the stadium in Tampa in that spot is. You know, the marketing team has got to get on it with corporate sponsorships. They have to have a presence in Tampa because right now, if you go over the Howard Franklin in the in the Tampa, all you see is lightning and bucks. You hardly see anything when it comes to the Rays, when it comes to banners, advertisements, whatsoever. So, you know, if I was Stu Sternberg, you know, you need to get your marketing people over there and start getting corporate sponsorships, you know, if you're gonna bring a new stadium in there. I believe they I believe they've already started, but I've I've I <clears throat> I I famous or well, not famously, what am I? some kind of asshole but i i call them the invisible baseball team because i i live in down i live right next to the trap and okay. you don't you wouldn't know if that they played baseball here until you saw the trap like if you like like let's say i moved down to beach drive in st pete and i you know i'm living there for a while and i kind of just stay in that area i i, I would never know there's a goddamn baseball team here until like <laughs> okay you turn the corner on first avenue you're like what the fuck is that a is that a stadium? <laughs> like you never like there's yeah. there's more rowdies it's, stuff around here than there is Rays. I and I know and I'm like I go to St. Pete and like you go further you know to the pier area where you know Beach Avenue is at and you just see rowdies rowdies rowdies. I'm like where you have a baseball a major league baseball team five minutes away from everything. Why is there no banners? Why don't you have a statue of somebody out there? Why don't you have a Joe Madden statue or Neville Longoria statue saying hey there's a baseball team right down the road? Yeah, like, I don't get it. Dude, have have a one sixty two statue, Evan Long, Evan Longoria with his hands up in the air, yeah, going around first. Like have that sitting somewhere out there, but no, they don't. I think if you want my opinion, I think that's on purpose. I think that I I don't think that the the team. I think they're doing the best they can inside of the stadium, but when it comes to actually advertising, I think they're they're content to say, eh, you know what? Maybe we don't advertise. Maybe we just uh, maybe we just kind of hang out here, It'd be because <laughs> it. it kind of serves to the narrative that Stu says, Hey, baseball is clearly, clearly not working in St. Pete. We need to be moving to that channel side district, which, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think there's, there's certainly uh, been a lot that's come up around Tropicana field in the last 10 years. Um, but, but there's, there's certainly a lot more to do and it's, and, and Ybor city is a lot more of a destination than, than right. downtown St. Pete. I think it's, it, it, at least locally, it's known more as a, hey, it, it's a big destination. Um, and I love St. Pete. I, I think they should stay here, but um, I, 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 go- I, I, li- I personally love St. Pete more than I do going to, to Ybor City. To me, like St. Pete, you know, it's breweries, it's, it's bars that I love to hang out at. You got the pier down there. You've got all those restaurants. When you're in Ybor, Ybor is a shitty town. It's yeah, a shitty it's a little sh- strip. It's dangerous there. Like the nightlife, when I used to go there, the club scene, like you you are like so afraid of bumping into each other, you're going to get stabbed. When yep. it's nighttime on a Friday and Saturday, I'm not going anywhere near that. So, you know, ho- hopefully the historical Ybor City area is going to be, okay, you know what? If we're going to have a major franchise here, we've got to clean stuff up here to make it more of an appeal for people to, you know, after the game is over, we're going to have people come out go down you know go down to all the clubs and the bars and hang out after the game so you know it's it sucks that you can't take all of the saint pete nightlife put it in ebor and then take ebor and just kind of throw it into the ocean well here do me a favor one day one day take an uber or do what you gotta do get up get up to 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 ybor city at 10 o'clock in the morning and spend the day there and it's 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 fucking fabulous it's i love that that daytime scene in ybor city where you got the chicken, you got the chickens running around. You 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 go in and out of a couple bars. They got a lot of museums there. You got to kind of go check them out. It is outstanding. And but I will agree with you. At night, it's a fucking woo. Get to your bar, get to a quick baby. Let's go. <laughs> it is a shit show out there, man. I, I can tell you, I haven't been down to that to Ebor at night in probably maybe fifteen twenty, maybe ten. 15 ah, years. you're like, doing you not. You're doing yourself a disservice. Get out. Don't get out there at night. Go out there during the um during the day get out there during the day and it's it's fantastic and i've been to, I, i've been to it a few times as far as like you know wmnf used to hold their little music festivals there and it's yep oh yeah i i love i i do have a, a special love for ybor city especially because like like you like um 
you used to go out there with your friends at night where it was like, hey, we're going to Ybor City. It was like a big deal. Like, holy shit, we're yeah, going was, to Ybor. It was a big deal. You have all the, the great clubs down there. I mean, you know, I've been down there so many times when I was in my early 20s. Man, I sound old as fuck when I say my early 20s. Uh, I used to go down there a lot. And it's, it's like, you know what? When you say, hey, I'm going to go down, go up to Ybor City tonight, people are like, oh, oh, I want to come with you. And now it's like, oh, you want to get shot and stabbed? Yeah, I'm not coming with you. I'll, I'll <laughs> no. go say Pete and said that. I, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I like, you know, they, they, they got, they, it's, it's changed a lot, certainly since then. I mean, it, it, but I, I, I don't know. I love it. I love it. But, but but at the same time, St. Pete. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't want to live in Tampa. I want to live in St. Pete, and I think I'd I'd rather see him stay there. But to my original point, I think I would think that that Ybor City is is way more of a destination because again, Port of Tampa, Ybor City. You got Channel Side. You got you got everything there. I hope. I hope yep. it really. I really hope that works out. I really do. Hopefully, they 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 you know build they stay they you know start to break ground here probably the next six months. Maybe after the first of the year and say, okay, this is this is really going to happen, you know. And hopefully, Stu puts in more than 150 million dollars of the Rays organizations and you know yeah. than what he's he said he's going to put in. So, and like I said, I think going back to that TV money, I think once that kick, kicks in, it's like you know what? Okay, we have 150. We're going to put in another maybe 200, 300 million dollars for for this stadium. I hope so. I, I it's going to be. It's, this is going to be. The longest, most arduous process. Uh, who knows? Get the GoFundMe account started, right? Let's let, let's get let's let's get the GoFundMe <laughs> let's get the started now. Funded. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what that was. Uh, a vegan sports chick, uh, Liz, last week. She was like doing the GoFundMe. Let's just start that now, okay? And then give them the money. Be like, here's your. You know, do you know they raised like 14 million dollars to do a Star Wars remake? You can't. You you mean to tell me that we can't at least raise five million towards a new de- a stadium? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I don't, is this a, this is really true about the whole Star Wars thing? But you know what? If they did it, yeah, I, I I totally agree. We should have one started right now and be like, look, everybody pitches in five bucks, you can get the money right then and there. Yeah, right. Or at least a dollar. If, yeah. if, if we just had, hey, mandatory one day, you just get charged a dollar. Everybody in the Tampa Bay area, then I, then, then uh, we could easily pay for half that stadium, if not more. Like Stu, be like Stu. We got this. All I want is a suite with my name on it. That's that's all I ask for. Or do the thing where like there's bricks. Like put the bricks in the stadium. Everybody's got a, got a name on the bricks. You get to look at your name on the stadium. It's fun. Everybody has a great time. Now nah, fuck that. I want a suite, and then I want one of the comfy chairs behind home plate, so I can sit next to the heckle guy. I want my chair to be behind the pitcher's <laughs> mound. Let's go. <laughs> Just put me in a bubble. You know, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be like the new catwalks. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. Um, no spe- problem, man. Thanks for having me on again. Especially because I have no other co-hosts tonight, so I'm just—it's just me freewheeling it. So, thanks for coming coming to break up some of the the, the monotony of me talking to myself. No worries, man. Anytime, anytime. All right, guys. Uh, you can check out his podcast at the uh, uh, the Sports Arena, right? Like the Sports Arena on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, every Wednesday night on Spreaker.com, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can also go to the website, www.thesportsarena1.com, and then follow us on Twitter at The Sports Arena 2. You can follow me on Twitter at lbushman07, and then Facebook and all that other social media junk. But, yeah, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., speaker.com. All right. Thanks for coming on the show, man. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. All right. So that was uh, that was Word of the Bay. Um We'll see you next week. Uh, if you if you want some bold predictions, you can go fuck yourself. Or Nikita Kucherov signs some kind of long term deal. Hedani uh, Hedgevaria does a thing, and finally Jake Bowers walk off home run against the Astros. Uh, I have been Kyle. That has been more to the Bay. Check us out on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash More to the Bay. And I love you guys. Peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.